And now, it's time once again for the show that gives glorious voice to 25 million business owners across the fruited plain. Radio Free Enterprise with Frank Felker. Welcome back to Radio Free Enterprise. I'm Frank Felker. I am very excited to introduce my next guest, Tim Davis, a personal branding mastery. Now, Tim helps real estate agents create a compelling personal brand that positions them head and shoulders above their competition and drives a nonstop stream of new clients through the door. He's here to talk about his soon-to-be-published book, Personal Branding Mastery, and to tell us how he works his magic for those realtors. Tim, welcome to Radio Free Enterprise. Frank, I can't tell you how grateful I am to be a part of your show today. Thank you so much for extending the opportunity for me to come on. Well, I am very grateful to have you here, Tim, because uh, your message is something I'm anxious to hear about, and I know our listeners are going to get a lot from you as well. So let's get started. Like you, I have many, many years of experience, trying at least, to help real estate agents with their marketing. But you've taken a very specific tack with personal branding for real estate agents. And I want you to start out by telling us a little bit about specifically who you're able to help and what it is that you do for them. Sure. Yeah. Um, so my, my marketplace really is real estate agents. Mm-hmm. And um, what I help the agents that are really wanting to find a way to stand out from the sea of competition that's out there amongst them. So my target market really becomes that real estate agent that really wants to know how do I get my message out and how do I really separate myself from the competition in such a way that it makes it painfully obvious for the customers to say yes to me first. (laughs) Painfully obvious. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) There certainly is a lot of competition out there uh, in in the real estate agent marketplace. And uh, I can see where what you're doing uh, could have a tremendous impact. Now, how did you originally get into this? What what brought you to personal branding and what brought you to focusing on real estate agents? So I, I got into the mortgage industry. Uh, really, I was talked into it. I didn't uh, grow up playing mortgage loan officer in the backyard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a friend, friend talked me into the business uh, back when my early 20s. And I won't date myself here on, on your show. Um, but in the mortgage industry, it wasn't too dissimilar from real estate. Obviously, real estate agents were uh, one of our main targets. We wanted to build relationships with real estate agents. I found that uh, mortgage lending was highly competitive as well. Uh, it seemed like there was a period of time where, you know, if you just went out your front door, you might run into three mortgage lenders um, before you got to the, the quick sack or the grocery store. It seemed to be everywhere. It seemed to be a sea of competition. I felt uh, trapped myself. Uh, and as I met with real estate agents and talked with real estate agents, I found, found that they felt the same way. They felt that there was a lot of competition in the marketplace. But there was one common denominator. Each one of them felt like that they could serve the client at a higher level. It's just that they couldn't get the clients to see that themselves. Uh, the clients were seeing them as one and the same. And I felt the same way. I felt like, you know, I really could serve my clients at a higher level. How do I get them to see that in me? Um, and it was really an exercise in um, being the, the guinea pig myself, Frank. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I tried things out, uh, out myself. So if you go back to uh, 9-11, um, when, when that tragedy happened, uh, what happened in, in the uh, mo- monetary markets were rates began to, to drop dramatically. 
And so we had this incredible increase in phone calls. But at the same time, we also had consumers that were uncertain. They, they didn't know who to choose. They would call us. They would call three others. And so I, was, I felt like this hamster in a wheel just spinning my, my legs all day long. And, and so I began by simply creating an audio program called 10 Questions You Need to, to Know to Get the Best Deal on Your Mortgage Loan. Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. And, and I really, I did it intentionally as a way to sort of, um, I was getting all these phone calls and I'm like, well, could I, could I possibly come up with a solution that would position me in a little bit higher level of influence? Could I get them to see me different than everybody else that they were calling and get them, get out of the commodity trap, which real estate agents find themselves in as well. And back then, Frank, I literally, what I had to do is I didn't know how to get the CDs replicated. And so uh, computers were at the time, they were just starting to come out with the CD-ROM drives that would actually record a CD. Didn't you say you didn't want to date yourself on this interview? I know, exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not working out too well. Is it? I'm with you there, there brother. And uh, so I, I, I bought a computer that would record a CD. It only do one at a time. And then I went to Staples and I found the recordable CDs. You could buy them like 10 for like $30. They were very expensive back then. And I bought a Neato label maker that you could uh, make the labels for the CDs and I would burn one at a time and I would be very careful to put the CD uh, the label on there just right. Cause if it got a crinkle in it, then it was a bad CD in my opinion. And so I tried to replicate my CD to look like other CDs I had seen in the marketplace um, in such a way that it brought credibility. In other words, we're used to seeing CDs out there and we give, those a certain level of influence in our life. And I thought if I could replicate that visually, I would maybe receive the same level of influence. And, and guess what? It started to happen. I literally started to have different conversations, uh, higher level conversations with consumers. And I could really feel um, how, they, how they started to see me more as a, a trusted authority than just another guy schlepping mortgage loans. And, um, and that's how it started. And I thought, well, if this would work for me, it would certainly work for real estate agents as well. And that was the very beginnings of personal branding mastery, um, and how it started. That's a great story. And, uh, obviously a success story, a case study of how you put this, uh, process to work for itself, for yourself. And it worked. Now, before we talk about what you do, you know, and how you're able to help real estate agents achieve that same change in the conversation that you talked about. I always like to start with this. What is the biggest thing right now that's preventing them from creating the kind of personal brand that will have the same sort of acceleration effect on their business? What is, in general, stopping real estate agents from doing exactly what you did? It's this false sense um, or ideology, if you will, I can even pronounce it. I shouldn't use big words. I should just keep this. <laughs> um, but it's this false ideology that, that they believe that it's some kind of like braggadocious or egocentric self-promotion. Mm. And uh, they, they fall into this trap that they should be humble and not this braggadocious ego driven person. And really that really traps them uh, from actually taking the content they already have and distributing it into channels that increase influence. And so I really work with them to try to get them to overcome that mindset by uh, really asking them to reposition their thinking as more as an educator and advocate for the success of their clients versus this thinking that they believe that that's some kind of like 
egotistical, uh, braggadocious self-promotion deal. I love that educator and advocate for their clients. Um, yeah, that's not that's not being a uh, uh, bragging on yourself. That's uh, helping other people out. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so go ahead. No, I, I said it's really just a shift in their thinking to get them off of the thinking of it's an ego thing and into the thinking that it's an educational thing. Well, it sounds like right there's the rub. It is. How is it that you get them to get around that, to get over themselves and get past the, the fear of self-promotion and get themselves into a mindset of being an educator and an advocate? Well, you know, by, by being leading by example, I, I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, if you go back into my background, I was a broke kid from the projects. Um, I started working at 16 just to put food on the table for our house, not because I really wanted to go work. I'd much rather be at the ball, ball field with my friends, but I had to go to a grocery store and bag or sort bottles in a stock room just to make $2 and 15 cents an hour to put food on our table. And if you, you know, I've lived it, right? So I know what it feels like to have a customer call you, you get involved in this conversation with them, and then they turn around and choose somebody else. And I know what that disappointment feels like and that frustration, especially when you feel as if you could serve them better. And so I get it. I get it from their vantage point. And because I understand that and I understand the pain and the disappointment that comes with every time a customer chooses someone else instead of you, I feel like I can relate in, in that sort of format. And then I just teach them what I did. It's not rocket science. It takes just a little bit of courage to step outside the box um, and just take the content you already know that you're already giving people verbally or through telephone conversations and package it in such a way that they see it as influential and will choose you. So my biggest thing is just being the example. I, I, I'm the first guinea pig out there uh, and I'll try it first myself before I'll teach it to somebody else. Can you give us a couple of examples? Uh, I mean, you've, you've said this a couple of times, taking content that you already have and repackaging it and putting it into a different channel and et cetera, et cetera. And for, you know, marketing geeks like you and I, we know what that means. But what does that mean to you know, your average uh, real estate agent out there? What kind of content are you talking about? What kind of packaging? What kind of channels? Okay, so let's just take a very simple uh, case study that I did myself that anybody could do right now. A real estate agent could literally do this from their home computer this afternoon uh, and be in the marketplace before, before 5 o'clock. Perfect. All right, so... Um, we've all seen brochures and we've all seen flyers and, and probably if you're a real estate agent, you might have one of those or the other. And here's the thing. Everybody's used to seeing a flyer. Everybody's used to seeing a brochure. And so mentally, when a consumer gets that type of information in that format, they already place it into the advertisement marketing category. So okay. in their psychology, they're already saying I'm going to pretend, Frank, I'm going to pretend you're a real estate agent. I get your flyer. I'm like, okay, here's a flyer from Frank, and he's trying to pitch me and sell me on his services. That's where my mindset goes immediately, right? Sure. I, I get you. Mm -hmm. What if we took that same content, that same content that you're putting into, uh, into a flyer, and, take, and, and open up Microsoft Word and rewrite it in terms of an article and model it after an mm. article that you see in a magazine. I did this myself. What I did was I bought a magazine and I looked at the way articles were written. 
and there are two columns and they have an author bio and they have this headline and, and all you have to do is visually look at an article in a magazine. Well, Microsoft Word will, will allow you to recreate that by typing something out and splitting it into two columns. So you can literally just take a Tony Robbins success principle, model success, and model your, your flyer in terms of what it would look like if it was an article in a magazine. Create your headline, an author bio, your, your two-column article, and then if you'll print it off on more of a glossy finished type of paper, Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like you would see in a magazine. Now all of a sudden you go to a networking event or you meet a consumer or a prospect and you hand them that. It's the exact same content just showcased in a format that they already trust. That's, I love that. What a perfect example. That's great. Anybody can do that this afternoon. I did that myself and I saw an immediate change in the response at my, at my local networking group of how people saw me. That's so funny. I don't know why that tickles me so much. I guess it's because it's so simple and uh, and obviously, well, simple, obvious, nobody does it, but uh, even though it's simple and obvious and, and clearly would be extremely effective, I, I get that. That's a great, great example. Of yeah. what very, very easy do. for anybody to do this afternoon. So let's say that somebody uh, who's listening right now has made the decision, Tim's right, I got to do this, I have to. Uh, boost my personal brand. I've got to elevate myself above the sea of competition. They've made the decision. They're ready to create that powerful personal brand. What are the most important things they have to do? Well, number one, I teach everybody to start with their story because their story is unique and not replicatable. In other words, nobody else has the same story as you. And most people, especially real estate agents, they dismiss the power of their story. Let me give you a real good example. One of the exercises I teach in our seminars is to write out your story. Uh, It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm not the grammar police. It can be two or three sentences. We're not writing a novel. But I want to know what brought you to this point in your life. And I gave this exercise to a real estate agent. And uh, he came back a few days later and said, here's my story. It's not much to read about. And everybody's dismissive of their story. But here's Mm -hmm. the power in your story. Your story, not only is it unique to you, but it has connection points that will connect you on a personal level to people. Mm. And there's nothing more powerful than a personal connection. And I'll illustrate it really quickly. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Now, people listening to that had two reactions. Oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding me. Another one? Or, oh, that's, he's a Cowboys fan? I am, too. Well, I learned a long time ago that there was a distinct separation in that, in me just saying that. But people in the room that are Cowboys fans, we have an, initial, an instant bond, an instant connection, and it cannot be broken. It doesn't matter what our religious background is, what our political background is. Together, we would sit and watch Tony Romo throw an interception and break our heart at the end of the game. <laughs> we, would, we would do that because that's a common connection. Well, stories have that same sort of thing. You may be passionate about dogs. You may be passionate about a charity. You may have had a challenging part of your life that other people can connect with. So this agent brings me back his story, and he's very dismissive about it. He's like, Tim, it's not much to talk about. I don't know why you're making me do this, and et cetera, et cetera. And, and Frank, listen, I start to read this story and get this. At 16 years old, this gentleman um, had to leave his home because it was so abusive he couldn't stay there any longer, and he went to live with friends on a farm. 
Now that's wow. that's traumatic. Mm-hmm. But get this. Not only did he he live through that, he made it to college and actually got to play NFL football. Wow. Wow is right. Now he's dismissive of that, right? From mm-hmm. there he goes out into the, into the uh, business world and he starts several companies which led him up to finally becoming a real estate agent. And and I told this gentleman, I said, that is so powerful. We should condense that down to homeless at 16, NFL at 23, now helping you find the perfect home for your family. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. He gets more conversations started because of that simple tagline. People want to know more about the story. I sure do myself, I can tell you that. Absolutely. Facts tell, but stories, they sell. And so now all of a sudden he's having more conversations and more engagements. And you know if you're in the world of sales, more conversations lead to more opportunities. Absolutely. And by him just using that, that story, now all of a sudden he's real and he's authentic and nobody can duplicate that. So that's where I start with everybody. Start with your story. That's great. And again, that's something everybody can do this afternoon. Absolutely. It doesn't take anything but a little bit of courage. Well, Tim, I can't believe uh, we've run through our time so quickly. Uh, There's a couple last things, though, I do want to bring up with you. First off, uh, you're a Dallas Cowboys fan? I am. You know I'm in Washington, D.C. right now. That's okay. We we can convert. (laughs) You won't hold that against me, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Uh, In any event. Um, I tell you, I, I think you and I could talk on and on and on about this, and I really am getting a lot from what you're sharing, but we only have a, little, a limited amount of time to work with. So sure. if somebody out there has been listening and they want to learn more about what you do and how you can help them uh, build a more pro- a powerful personal brand for themselves, what's the best thing for them to do? How can they get in touch with you? Absolutely. So we, we have a website, personalbrandingmastery.com. And they can register for free and get our weekly personal branding tips newsletter. It's emailed out there to them. And then subsequently from that, if they're on that list, they're going to know when we're going to have a personal branding mastery seminar for free in their area. We just finished one in Knoxville. We've got another one coming up in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. And through uh, my coaching with Movement Mortgage, we, we are constantly hosting Uh, free personal branding mastery seminars in cities where our mortgage offices are located for real estate agents. But if they'll go to personalbrandingmastery.com and get on the list, they'll know when one's coming to their area. Plus, they'll get a lot of valuable tips along the way. That's great. Uh, Could you just give us a real quick synopsis of what happens at these seminars? Well, we have a lot of fun. And if you thought that the a couple of tips we talked about today with just the, um, the way to reformat your brochure and also your story... That is such a a small, minute part of the entire seminar. We last for about three hours. People are on the edge of their seats. They're having a lot of fun. They're taking a lot of notes. And we go through soup to nuts, A to Z, how to build your brand from the story all the way through your image to your positioning, packaging, and marketing and promoting in the marketplace. You'll leave with everything that you need to know. it's, It's an amazing time together. And how long does that take? Uh, it's about a three-hour seminar, three and a half. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's a lot of information, a lot of value. It would take some time to get that all out. There. Yeah, but they'll want to come if if we're if one of our movement mortgage offices is hosting one of the personal branding mastery seminars in their city. They're going to want to come, and 
Frank, it's crazy. They're always standing room only. In Knoxville, we had 97 mm. agents. We had to bring in other chairs to the room just to get people, you know, have them have a seat. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. It's a lot of fun, but but it's all about giving them value so they walk away and they know that afternoon exactly what they need to do to build their brand. That's great, Tim. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time to be with me on Radio Free Enterprise today, Tim. I certainly got a lot out of it, and I know that uh, real estate agents uh, out there listening are going to get a lot of value from what you've had to share. Frank, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and share. My pleasure, Tim. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks, buddy. That's it for this episode of Radio Free Enterprise. For the rest of you cats and kittens out there, until next time, I'll see you on the radio. All Frankie, all the time. Radio Free Enterprise. Radio Free Enterprise.